Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Decision Hour. I am Adam Bird, and we are continuing the conversation of Let's Have a Conversation. So, if you've been listening to the last several shows, you know I always have my buddy uh, that comes on with me, so I'm going to bring him on right now. John, how are you, brother? I'm amazing. I am doing fantastic, Adam. I- <laughs> I love I love it because prior, prior to us hitting the record button, John's on fire today, folks. Like you are in you are in for a real treat with this with this uh this conversation today. We we are continuing the series called Let's Have a Conversation. We've done a I don't know, plethora of them uh yeah. so far. That's a big word for me, plethora. Um but this we're going to jump into uh today's conversation. And the topic today is, are you being conditioned? John, what, what, elaborate on that. Yeah. So are, are we being, are we in essentially some giant psychological operation? Are we inside of some giant uh, psychological experiment, for lack of a better word? Mm. Are we being classically conditioned? Are we being uh, slowly like the frog in the, uh, you know, in the, in the pot sort of a, sort of a uh, idea? Are we being slowly conditioned to become used to more government control, less freedom, more intrusion on our uh, basic rights? And essentially, the question that comes up in my mind is, do Americans still believe in freedom? And there's ample evidence, particularly based over the past 18 months or so, that that may not be the case, that perhaps Americans don't necessarily value freedom. Do you you think that Americans don't value freedom, or do you think that we're being conditioned to not value freedom? Okay, so here's, here's the evidence. We have allowed the surveillance state to run rampant. We have known that since the Patriot Act Act came into effect back in the early 2000s. We have allowed that to continue unabated and it has grown. Then the most recent examples have been all the restrictions surrounding COVID, a 99.9-ish percent survivable uh, virus that is absolutely real, that people are absolutely dying from, but nevertheless, we have shut down our economy. We have given up our right to uh, run a business. We've given up our right to speak the way we want. We have allowed um, essentially all discussion on COVID and vaccines to be shut down, all dialogue there, and we're just on receive. We have allowed ourselves to be forced to wear face diapers. We have allowed our lives to be completely uh, overtaken by, in some cases, pretty draconian government measures without a whimper, not only without a fight, but without a whimper. And it's crazy. And so I asked the question, do we really value freedom as a people? I, 
And that's that's so I don't have an answer for that. Like I I obviously say yes, I value freedom. I believe in, I believe in the constitution, right? Uh and we said that in the very first episode of this series of of basic principles, right? Sure. When you when you but I I'm hearing you, John. I'm hearing you ask, do we do, do Americans still value freedom? I look back at it as okay, you brought up the Patriot Act in the early 2000s, right? That was brought on right after September 11th, which is right as we're recording this is the 20th anniversary is is, is coming up here in just a, a few weeks. Very soon. But we were, we, we did we have freedom before that? I look at the Patriot Act as that was a government's way to tap into our stuff. And if you look back around that time, what came out? Oh yeah, I, iPhones came out, more internet. Yep. You know these these handheld computers that fit in your pocket. That's around the time when all of that stuff kind of came out, and that was their excuse. My opinion, that was their excuse to have access to our everyday lives and what we're doing. They can hack into your computer. John and I right now, you can't see us, but we're on Zoom talking to each other. And who's to say they're not watching us right now because we're on some watch list or some shit like that? I'm not saying we are, but I'm, I'm just saying as an example. Right. Do you have a, a, any freedom? I, mean, I had a, a good friend of mine who was a former, worked for a three-letter agency. I won't say which one. But he said, you have very limited privacy rights. Right. Which privacy is part of our freedoms, right? Yeah. And you don't have those anymore. Because you carry around this this handheld computer that fits in your pocket, or right. you know this, that, and the other thing, but it, it doesn't. And, and you and I could sit here, and, and those of you that are listening could sit here and argue, well, that's not right. That's our privacy. We kind of gave up right. the privacy when we got these things. Is that is 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 carrying the device? Because because these are some arguments that that I don't think eventually hold water. Is that consent carrying around no, a I, cell phone? I, uh, 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 I'm sure there's probably something in the fine print. I don't right. know. But I say all of that to bring it back on a topic. It, it ties in with, are we being conditioned? We're conditioned to like, hey, if you, you need a cell phone nowadays to get more work done, to be more productive, or sure. to get more distracted to get this, to get that, so we can send messages to you, so we can market to you directly. Those are all conditions. Like, I need a new pair of shoes. Oh, I just happened to, oh, Nike just came up, or or Adidas, or one of the other companies just put a, a thing on my phone that says, now I got this commercial. I was just thinking about shoes today. Maybe, maybe I do need to go get them. Right. It's little things like that. And they don't do it on... It, this isn't something that they know that's going to happen overnight. This is something that they condition us for little by little by little, and it accumulates over years. This is something that takes years to condition, not a week, not two weeks, not even a, uh, not even a month. We're talking years, and it's constantly sure. in your face. This is how they're conditioning us. Well, and it's insidious. And, you know, think back to the arguments surrounding the, some of the arguments and discussions that you heard surrounding the Patriot Act. 
And I remember hearing this particular argument. Well, if you ain't doing nothing wrong, you shouldn't have nothing to hide. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Kiss my ass. It's it's you're missing the point. Yeah. But there are a lot of Americans who are I'll I'll just say that they're naive, and they. I spoke to one lady years ago now, but I remember being flabbergasted when she says, I trust my government implicitly, 100%. And oh, I was just like, holy her. moly, bless you are her heart. out lunch. <laughs> yeah, bless your heart. Holy moly. Uh, because I don't. I never have. And there's some reasons that are actually, actually a pretty amusing story that I'm not going to tell now. When I was a kid, I learned to not trust the government. I was no more than about 13 years old when I learned that. And so let me ask you this. We're talking about are you being conditioned? And, and yeah. I, I think you and I could would answer that yes. Absolutely. What are what are some other – I brought up the cell phones or the little pocket computer, as I like to call it. What are some other ways, John, that that people could recognize pretty easily on whether or not they're being conditioned to think – a, a certain way well let's use some recent examples okay just so everybody's familiar because everybody's going to be familiar with these okay let's take the covid vaccine as just an example okay there was never there has never that i can remember in reading and in my own personal experience never a a vaccine conversation that was so volatile as it has been around the this vaccine why because it, it is being pushed so strongly on people that a lot of people myself included are like uh why is my government essentially forcing this thing on me this can't be good and so this is a recent example of something where even five years ago, we would have we would have rejected the notion of vaccine passports, of forced vaccinations like what's happening in Australia. We would have completely rejected those sorts of notions or the legality of some corporate entity acting on behalf of the government, forcing its employees to get a vaccine. That, oh, by the way, has not been through the years and years and years of testing that's normally required. And so people are suspicious. And despite their, their suspicions, it's still being pushed on. But it's gotten into this meme social media realm where it has, the societal pressure has tipped so that the, the society is now acting in concert with the government to pressure other citizens to do something that they may not want to do. And this has happened fairly quickly. So we started with fear, okay? okay. Fear over COVID. Right. Everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to die. It's so deadly. And you would get reports that I, I still would see people in social media posts and stuff saying like, you know, millions of people are dying. And I'm like, where are the bodies? Yeah. 
you know, I mean, where are the pyres in New York City? Because that's what would be happening if there were millions of people dying. But people were buying into this, this, this psyop that's going on, almost like uh, the War of the Worlds broadcast in the 30s, where people heard it on, you know, that whole story? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Almost like that. And there's no rational conversation yeah. it, taking place around it. it. It goes. So from the media standpoint, it, we, you know, we lost that side of it long ago when it's no longer facts. It's just a matter of who can get the story out first. Right. right. With that, you mentioned about, you know, being conditioned. Um, what's the easiest way to control a mass volume of people is to instill, inst um, excuse me, instill fear. So you can have right. a very small group of people that are in charge, which there is, whether you believe it or not, look it up. Sure. And it's happening on a, on a global scale. They instill fear to control the masses. And then now, there's one more. Now you're being conditioned by those local schools, universities, sure. and the schools are post-secondary education, uh, elementary education, like school at any level, both right. public and private, because I'm seeing it in the private sector as well. And then you have mainstream media that pumps out this garbage every single day, 24-7, because they want to keep the narrative going. And then you have businesses that that fall in line with it and if you look at the businesses that are doing it it's usually the bigger box companies that have something to lose now it's okay to get the big box companies to stay open they want sure. you to they want you they want to condition you john to go to the big box companies but the small mom and pop store that sell the same things those aren't safe to go to they have to shut down so we have to condition everybody to go to certain places you can, John. I'm going to condition. You can only eat at this place here, but you can't eat at this place. John, you can only go to this store here, but you can't go to this one over here. Yep. There, it, it's like, wake up, people. You're yeah, you're not exactly. a puppet. Well, well, I no. let me, maybe maybe some of you are. I'm I'm sorry to say that. If that offends somebody, I I don't care. It, so here's at another point piece. where it's it's got to stop. Sorry. Go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's a, a, the another piece, and you nailed it. First, fear is created, whether it's manufactured or whether it's real. Fear is created. Uh, so let's let's we're talking about COVID. Fear was created surrounding COVID, and all this stress builds up in the populace, right? And then the ruling class offers some sort of a solution to relieve that that stress. It, it, it's like a it's like a preacher preaching hellfire on Sunday and then doing an altar call and a bunch of people are afraid that they're going to go to hell and the promise of heaven brings them to the front to be converted. It's kind of similar in that all this fear has been, uh, has been created surrounding COVID. The whole world's going to die and everybody buys it and they put on their face diapers and they quit going outside and they start drawing their government checks. And then when a vaccine is given by the benevolent government, and is then pressured for everybody to take, they're like, oh, this is my way out. This is my escape from the fear. Now that's one. Now, 
what we have got a tremendous amount of uh, stress right now going on surrounding the geopolitical fallout, the domestic fallout from the Afghanistan disaster. Our government is in disarray. Our, our people are stressed out over this thing, mm -hmm. stressed out over about what's going to happen in the world. So what is going to come out of this fear? I'm curious. It's what I call the non-shiny object. There's a shiny object that we're all paying attention to. Because we've been conditioned to. Because we've been conditioned. And then we're looking at the, slime, the, the shiny object. That's the fear. And then they, they're offering us a solution to where everything's okay. What's that going to be? And I'm just kind of waiting for the other, other shoe to drop because I can't see it necessarily right now. But to stay on topic that we're being conditioned, that's what's going on right freaking now while we're talking. That's the fear. And, and so what's yeah. the other side of it? I, you know, I, I thought I had an answer there for a second, and, and I don't. I get frustrated when I think about this topic really kind of rubs me the wrong way. The more and more that we're getting into this, like almost 20 yeah. minutes into this. And, and now I was like, I started off. Okay. But now I'm, I'm my blood pressure's up a little bit. Sure. You know, we, we're being conditioned and I'm, I try to think back, you know, I'm in my early forties relatively still. <laughs> and I try to think back <laughs> my lifetime. How have we always been conditioned? What are some things that they condition you for? Well, you, so and, yeah, right, and 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 there's there's different things, and both good and bad, mind you, right? Like you know, offline, right. I'm going to bring this up. It's probably going to piss some people off, but the military, military, we we get conditioned. You go into basic training, you get conditioned to act and be a certain way. But unlike the military, that helps you think for yourself to be a leader. This conditioning that the elite, the one percent, the the globalists, the, whatever you want to call them, right. um, the bad guys—that's what I call them. They're conditioning us, or they're trying to condition people on a mass scale by using the media, by using social media, by instilling this fear, so they can have control. Listen, a, a buddy of mine uh, this week said, "Adam, you got to remember that governments." They're set up to work for the people, like our Constitution. But once they get started, they're always looking for more power. Yeah. And, and, and you brought this up several episodes ago. We had talked about, I forget which episode it was, but you said roughly, and this is a rough number, folks, 51% of the nation's population works for some type of government, whether it's at the state level or the federal level or something along that lines. I remember the number was about 20 million people. Yeah. So and I think the 50% was government accounts for about 51% of GDP. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So think about that for, for a second. Like you get into it, you get a good paying job. And, and you're conditioned to do this. Oh, I'm going to show up for work every day, and I'm, I got a nine to five, and I'm conditioned to show. If I show up to work every day, I'll, I'll be able to work 20 years and retire. Well, that that doesn't happen. 
I can certainly tell you that doesn't happen because I was laid off at one of the, at a company that I was at, thinking that I had a career there. It yeah. it, it doesn't happen. Um, the conditioning of you got to put these as John like so elegantly puts the 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 uh, the the uh, face diaper. Uh, <laughs> I stole that from Bungie. I freaking you know, I, I, I love you. Put the face diapers on. And, and you're walking around like, hey, you got to do this or you have to do that. Why? Because because you told me to. Who are and you? And if you ask that question, what happens to you? Oh, then all of a sudden question? you're 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 an extremist or you're a racist right. or you're this or you're that or or pick yeah. whatever else somebody's sensitive about this week. Yeah. Right. I, I I think when John and I started this series, folks, of let's have a conversation. Our goal has always been is to give you guys information that you can go and look things up yourself to come to your own conclusion. Mind you, neither one of us is telling you that you need to think the same way we do. That would be scary. But what I am what we are saying is here's the information, here's the conclusions that we came up with. Let us know if you agree or disagree. That's part of having the conversation. This particular topic today of being conditioned, are you being conditioned? This strikes a nerve with both of us. And we, we thought this was very important because both of us have said on this show that we are living in the world's largest psyop that has ever been, arguably, ever been to, to, to man. And for those that don't know what a psyop is, John mentioned it earlier. It's a psychological operation, Okay. You're being toyed with. You're being messed with. And and it's in your movies. It's in your news. It's in, And if you don't believe me, do some research. Let me help you out with something real quick. Post-World War II, sometime around 45, 46, 1945, 1946, the CIA embedded into Hollywood, and there was an operation called Operation Mockingbird. This is declassified information. You can look this information up. You Don't take my word for it. But read through that, and you'd be surprised of the baseline and the outline of what that operation was about. And then ask yourself if that's not happening today. And I think you'd be kind of surprised. They probably, they're calling it something else. But it's still going on today. In order for, go ahead, John, please. I'm just going to say, I want to read a quotation. Please. That I think that I think is germane. It's by Frederick Douglass. He said, "Quote: When a slave becomes a happy slave, he has effectively relinquished all that makes him human." Now, when we are, it sounds like, and in fact, I know, having studied it a little bit, that slaves in the old South had quite a bit of psyop happening and hopefully they would become happy passive um and uh, you know not want to run away not want to create slave revolts and stuff right. but that's how they controlled that population that whole population was controlled through a combination of of actual draconian measures and the psyop and the fear uh, surrounding uh, what could happen to somebody if they resisted. 
but I just throw that out because I thought it was apt. When a slave becomes a happy slave, he has effectively relinquished all that makes him human. Are we becoming happy slaves? Now, to be clear, I think I think it's important to stress. John's not talking about the, the slave side. Are we becoming slaves? Are we becoming slaves to our government? Is exactly. that my, is that my understanding, John? Exactly. Are we are we being enslaved yeah. by our own government? Yeah, and I and I think the answer to that is yes, because as soon as you let them come in and you let them, you know, be censored, you know, here here's. <laughs> You have the Taliban leaders and stuff that are on a couple of different social media platforms, but you don't have the former president of the United States because he's an orange man. He said naughty things or he he said hurtful things. But you have a terrorist organization on social media. Like, like if that doesn't if that doesn't raise a red flag to anybody in the United States, whether you voted for the previous president or not then you're a moron. I'm I'm going to say it. I, We've got I, politicians I, who supported two terrorist organizations inside the United States during all the riots and the jackassery that went on. And nothing's happened the to them. And if you and, and and where are these people now? Where are these people that have stood up? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say any of their names because it's it's not worth it to me. Where are they now? Some of these people, you don't hear them talking. The ones that were supporting these different political organizations that were burning down cities and, and you know, the arson and, and, and looting those different organizations. And you all know which ones I'm talking about. Those, those politicians, where are they now trying to help the people in, in Afghanistan get out safely? They're, you, they're nowhere to be found. Where are all the, you know, you're talking about, well, you know, uh, uh, what was it? My, uh, my body, my choice with the vaccine. Sure. Where, are the, where are all those people protesting? You can't tell me yeah. it's a good, you've been conditioned to look the other way. Well, because it's more comfortable. Bullshit. So. Bull. Bull. I, I disagree. I, it, it's not more comfortable. It's just people are lazy, and it's because they feel like their opinions don't matter, and they they have nothing. There's nothing that they can do about it. They gotta they gotta just lie on the sword. And here's another thing, real quick. Now that you got me on my soapbox, John, is that I had a, another friend of mine worked for a different three letter agency recently. Got the vaccination and no problem. And listen, I've gone, I've said this publicly. I'm going to say it again. I have no problem with people that get that gets the vaccination. I personally am holding off as long as I possibly can. I don't want to get it. He got it. And I thought he would have fought on it a little bit. I said, well, I asked my reason. I said, what for? He's like, because it's, it's a losing, it's a lose-lose battle. You're going to end up having forced to get it anyway. And I was like, well, what do you mean? You're retired. You're He's like, if you want to ever travel again, you're going to have to carry a card that shows that you're vaccinated. I was like, so it's 1939 Germany all over again. Absolutely. And he yeah. was just like, yeah, that's basically what it's coming down to. Yeah. And I said, I'm, I, I said, I'm not doing it. He's like, what are you going to do? Attorney up? He's like, who's got more money? You or them? And I was like, so I'm, so I said this, so I'm just supposed to fall on the sword. And he's like, yep, do what you're told. I said, fuck you. 
Excuse me. But that's what I said. And I was like, man, I was like, you got, you got soft. And I hung up the yeah. phone. I was so infuriated with my friend. And it wasn't because he went out and got the van. It was because of what he said. It was it's what he why. said and yeah. why he said it. Yeah. His, his reasoning why was, there's nothing I can do. I'm just going to fall in line. That's a sheep mentality, and it's not right. Now, if you've come up with that conclusion because it's best for you, that's one thing. And I respect that. But if you sit there and you tell me that I just need, well, it's nothing I can do. I'm just falling in line. That's horse shit. I don't have any, I don't like that. There's, there, and, it, and you understand there's two different sides here that I'm talking about. You've been conditioned to just fall on the sword. Now, whether it's the vaccine, whether it's go get kicked in the ass, whether it's whatever, think of think of something. If you make that decision because it's best for you, whether it's the vaccination or anything else, I'm completely and 100% fine with that. I, God bless you. That's your right. But if you sit there and tell me, well, I did this because the government told me to, I don't want to hear you. Don't ever complain to me about anything. Ever. Is that yeah. am, I, am I being harsh, John? Uh, no, I don't think you're being overly harsh. Now, look, I am continually I, I, I tell you what, Adam, I am I am about as fired up as I've ever been in my life. And I have been fired up now ever since this Afghanistan debacle started. Right. I mean, I was getting fired up before that about a few things, but I'm here to tell you I'm on the frickin war path. I am on the freaking warpath because they done pissed me off. Ooh. Now, I want, I, I'm going to ask a question, which is exactly to your point. Okay. How do you keep from becoming a concentration camp guard? Ooh, wait a minute. What does that have to do with are you being conditioned? Well, so your friend decided that he was going to be a sheep and he was just going to go along to get along. Because what other reason? I say it's because it's it's more comfortable for people, whether it's being lazy or because, you know, for what whatever reason. But the sure. bottom line is people go along. And if how did the normal average kid who probably grew up in church become a concentration camp guard? Well, here's how. They compromise, they made little compromises and they lied to themselves incrementally along the way and they made compromise after compromise little incremental bits until eventually there they are shoving kids in a gas chamber so you're saying and so i understand what you're saying completely okay when you say they've they've made compromise after compromise those compromises that they made were they were conditioned to make certain compromises that mentally made it okay for them is that correct 100 percent. 100 percent. because you gain it you're pressured to do it everybody else around you is behaving in a similar fashion you now have permission to do it despite what your heart might tell you and you go along to get along and you take one step forward you know it started off with you know i don't know let's think of a thing in in, uh, it started off with, uh, hey, we're going to make Jews in Germany wear a star, okay? And then it was, uh, we're going to start uh, busting up their businesses. 
And then it was, we're going to put them into ghettos. And then it was, we're going to put them on uh, trains to these camps. And the, the whole people, the whole populace had to take one little tiny step at a time to accept that these fellow citizens in their own country, their fellow citizens who they used to use as tailors, as bakers, as carpenters, that you, they used to know that were their neighbors. Now, all of a sudden, it's okay, eventually, it's okay to put them on a train and wave bye-bye and send them to a place like Auschwitz. And that is, whether we want to admit it or not, Adam, that's what is happening in our country. We are allowing this to happen. Now, what is this? We are allowing the fundamentalist woke culture to invade our schools, our corporations, and our government. We are allowing our government to pressure us to put on face diapers. We are allowing our, our government to shut down our businesses. We're allowing them to stop us from going to church and worship as we see fit, et cetera, et cetera. And we're being conditioned to accept it. We're also being we're also being conditioned as of recently during the recording of this recently we've been told or we we're starting to be conditioned that if you are a christian you're considered a what was uh you're considered a um domestic terrorist if sure. you if you are a trump supporter you are, you are considered a domestic terrorist and there was a there was a third one on that list, and I I don't remember what it was off off the top of my head. I'm not sure what it might be, but but nonetheless, but, but, but on the nonetheless, we're be now, and they're putting this out on social media. They're putting this out on on um, mainstream media, so they're trying to start conditioning people that oh well, you're a Christian, you're a terrorist. That's right. It is coming, and the. The young and unfortunately ignorant, the, the young people who just like, just I'm going to use it again, just like in Germany, the kids who came up under the Hitler youth and stuff, who were completely indoctrinated mm -hmm. during their lives, they didn't have another frame of reference. You know, kids coming up now who are 25 and younger or so, they don't really have another frame of reference. No. They've only they've only really known this PC, which has morphed into this fundamentalist woke culture. Um, and we're allowing it to happen. We've allowed our language to be hijacked. We've allowed the woke culture to invade at all these different levels. Our culture completely. And it's now invaded our, our. Uh, it's in, invaded the White House. This is the second time, the second second round of it. But I will let me. There's a little bit of hope, maybe. So we were talking about all the uncertainty surrounding the Afghan debacle and all this reordering. Now, I think it's a, only a glimmer of hope, but I think just maybe. That, the, that, that this was a mistake, that the left, that the Biden administration 
that those who are pulling the strings behind the Biden administration, because we sure as hell know it ain't that clown, that the curtain got pulled back a little bit. And we see that there's there's not some giant, mighty power behind it. We see that they are weak. We see that they are pitiful. We see that they are uh, bullies. And I think the American people may just wake up. This may just be the thing we needed to show us what's going on. Yeah, I'd agree with you. It was something that I don't say necessarily say needed, but it it is unfortunately had to happen in order for people to see what's really going on. I've always been a strong proponent of uh, follow the money and you'll you'll get the answers. Right. And and if you follow the money, you'll see why you're being conditioned the way that you are. It's amazing the type of answers that you that you will find. And this stuff is on the internet. Read the books. You start putting. It's a puzzle piece. And I, and I will tell you this from experience. I've been doing this stuff more involved in putting this puzzle together the last 24, 28 months roughly. And you get down the rabbit hole, and it's it can be a very dangerous place to go mentally, from a mental standpoint. You're gonna get, you get drained. So you got to really be careful. Because there might be some things that you find when you're looking for your answers that you really don't want the answer to. I agree. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you what, this, the, the, my experience uh, just personally uh, over the past year and a half uh, with COVID and now with Afghanistan has been a very, very difficult personal journey for me because I have, it seems like my country is crumbling out from underneath my feet. Right. And there's a lot of veterans out there that are frustrated, uh, and, and right, rightfully so. But we, we say all of this to get back to the conditioning side of it. You've been conditioned. If you think you haven't, oh, man, I feel, I feel bad for you. I, I really do. Maybe, well, but maybe you're just to- over, maybe you're just overly optimistic, and there's nothing. There's certainly nothing wrong with that. How can we arm ourselves yeah. against do, it, I think, is what the audience is probably asking. That's exactly what I was going to do. So how, how, do we, how do we overcome being conditioned? What are some things, John, that, that you and I can do uh, What are the, that, the, that the listeners can do to kind of put their mind at ease and start combating this condition that is being forced upon us? Yeah, so let me let me offer a few suggestions. And I let me just state up front that I have not fully, I don't have John's solution that, you know, voila, here's the solution. But I do have some very general principles that I think will work. One, stop lying to yourself. Ground yourself in truth and test your ideas against truth, the the absolute truths that we know in our hearts are correct, that are, that are grounded in ultimately the word of God in the Judeo-Christian sense. And whether you want to just believe in it philosophically or you actually want to believe in it, I don't care. But we need to draw on that same authority. Mm. Ground yourself in truth. Understand why you believe what you believe and then test 
what is going on around you according to those beliefs. And don't lie to yourself and say, it's okay. Don't lie to yourself and say, yeah, I'm just going to take this little baby step, even though it is at odds with my beliefs. I think that's a really good start, but it's hard. And so I would encourage people, one, uh, I'll tell you what, and this is from my friend, Charlie Carlberg, who's a, who's a preacher. We put, we did a video the other night and his first step in the solution was, he said, get your butt to church. And I thought about that, which you would kind of expect from a preacher, right? Right. But I thought about that and I'm like, okay, this makes sense. You, you, you go someplace and you kind of get your mind fueled up, you get your soul fueled up, you get to hang out with other people who are hopefully somewhat like-minded. But that's the other piece. So I would say, yeah, get your butt to church or some way to ground yourself. Second, get yourself some friends that you can talk with and bitch with and just talk about the things that are bothering you to reassure yourself that you are not the only one who is crazy, that you are not, you know? Yeah. Am I the crazy one? I mean, I've been there before where I'm like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. Am I the crazy one here? Because yeah. all of you look nuts to me. Right. Am I the only one? And, and then I find out that, no, I'm not the only one that, that there are other people who, who observe and think the same way. But the other piece of it is think critically. Don't just accept what someone, what the government tells you, especially if it doesn't make sense if it doesn't pass the sniff test and then take action in the world however you might choose to do it we've been saying have a conversation with your neighbor yeah. go downtown and go to a school board meeting or a or a council city council meeting and speak up yeah I, there's a couple of things in there and i agree with everything that you just said there's a couple of things that as you were talking there that came to my mind and i want to share adam bird's opinion on, on on some things that you could do. One, shut the TV off. Yeah. Limit your time on social media. Get outside, exercise, you know, uh, spend time with your family, walk your dogs, etc. All right. The things that you do uh, when you are on social, let me afraid when you are on social media or when you are watching the news, um, ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. Write them down even. I started, I kept a notepad uh, uh, downstairs next to our TV because if my wife likes to watch the news, I don't. But when, you know, trying to spend time with her, just I'll write down a few notes here and there. And I bounce, and I, I'm fortunate enough because I got John. And, and I John and I get into like deep conversations uh, sometimes. And, it, and it's great because it's, it, it, it's just good for my soul to do so. So thank you, brother, for that. Um, Likewise, if you're any any type of media stuff that you guys are watching, ask a lot of questions and don't get in the mindset that you're being conditioned. Just ask questions and do some research on your own, because ultimately, when you do that, it's coming around back to just having a conversation. And if you if you value your freedoms, if you value your life and and, and whatnot now then don't let big government condition you into something else don't let them be fooled because here's the thing everybody's like you know believe the science i had a good friend of mine aj tell me science isn't fact 
it's not facts. It's opinions, and it's usually the ones that people vote on a particular opinion more so than the other ones. There's nothing factual about science, and he is a scientist himself. So keep that in mind, because they're going to try to condition you to believe the science. Don't do that. So I know we're coming up on time here. Um, John, what do you have for, for closing? You know what? I pretty much said my piece, Adam. I would just encourage uh, everyone to seek out a friend. Uh, have those conversations, even if it's to, just to assuage the, the nervousness and, the, and, the, and the, the fear that you may have in your own heart right now with things being as unstable as they are inside our nation and around the world. Um, so I think that would be my main thing to, to the audience is just find a friend, have a conversation, keep your sanity and all those things you said, unplug a little bit, Yeah, unplug, get away from it. Listen, they can't condition you if you're unplugged. That's true. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, another great episode, uh, today. Thanks brother. Appreciate it. Um, we're going to end the show. We got to We got to give props to our sponsors. Uh, real quick. So, John, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Hey, Semper Savage is making the finest marinades and dressings on the planet. All natural ingredients, and it makes for savage flavor. It's homemade dressings and marinades in a bottle, and you are going to love it. Go to www.sempersavage.com and get you some. Oh, I freaking I love their stuff. Just made some savage chicken the other night. And it, oh, it's yeah, anyway, yeah, good stuff. Check it out. Thank you for that, John. Also, go check out uh, our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Go check out all the shows, articles. If you want to become part of the HMG family, go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Send us an email, and uh, that's it. That's all the time that we have. So for John, I'm Adam. You've been listening to The Decision Network.